the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music. It's the one thing that can make the world okay And it doesn't cost nothing, no, you don't even have to pay oh, oh. It's about doing the right thing every day Cause you are the light, you are the sign You are the only hope, keeping hope alive Two minutes gone past 7 a.m. is your feel good radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Tuesday, the 15th today in the month of June 2021. Kobam Sasuko and Bezida Kula with the song Do the Right Thing, exciting things uh, this morning. Uh, I bet a lot of us are headed back to work this morning after a very well, long weekend because of the public holiday on Monday. And for those of us who are teachers, uh, you must have been at home since Thursday, uh, the mid-time break, plus the Monday holiday. I bet you enjoyed yourselves. Uh, wish you the very best as we kick out a new working week today. Uh, the song says, do the right thing all the time, uh, whenever you can. Uh, doing the right thing does not necessarily, it's not necessarily a, a, big, a big thing per se. Uh, it's about making sure that you're not uh, making people sad around you. It's about making sure that you are always nice to people. It's about making sure that every moment where you have that decision to make as regards right or wrong, 
uh, you always do the right thing irrespective of whose ox is God. We should the very best this Tuesday, this new week. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this Tuesday morning. Good morning to you. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Time to take a look at the headlines uh, this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there joining the program. Uh, the Punch, The Guardian, The Pembishing Newspapers, The Premium Times, The Nigeria Tribune, The Nigeria News Direct. Those are some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning. Mr. Samson Akindele is in the studio this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Great to see you this Tuesday. Good morning, Wale. Uh, good morning, dear listeners. The punch this morning, boldly written, Buhari regime borrows $2.02 billion from China in six years. Uh, is there on the punch. Outrage as federal government demolishes 12 Lagos churches on alleged illegal plots. Naira tumbles by 51.95% despite CBN's defense measures. PDP governors lampoon Buhari over huge debt profile. CBN's operations. Uh, 12 states battle IDP crisis. Communities, farms deserted. Is there? There is this one. Afeni Ferry or Anese, South South, demand new constitution before 2023. Is there on the punch this morning? Okoye attacks Buhari's regime, says anarchy looms in Nigeria. Two more suspects arrested over a female teenager killed by ritualists. Is there on the punch as well uh, this morning? Will respond appropriately to Fulani attack on Delta, Pandef, Mend. Uh, there's also Twitter ban. Nigeria loses 24.72 billion naira in 10 days. Is there on the punch? this morning. The Guardian Nigeria on suicide slide may not see another June 12 showing car warns. Uh, that's on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. I didn't step on Kwakwanso's poster deliberately says Ganduji. <laughs> it's there on The Guardian as well uh, this morning. Nigeria needs leaders to unite citizens for solutions says Oshibajo. It's another on The Guardian. Um, Edders kill one in Akwaibom community as about residents panic over threats. 17 people killed in fresh plateau attack is another on the Guardian. Nigeria loses over 100 billion naira yearly to tax related corruption is on the Guardian as well. Lagos residents lament increasing cases of traffic robbery is there to look out for. Uh, on the Guardian as well this morning, the Nigeria Tribune uh, with uh, some of these reports that I've mentioned earlier. Governors reconvene to deliberate on parliamentary judicial autonomy Wednesday. Uh, Nigeria defaults on Mambila's $200 million settlement agreement incurs heavy penalty. Was there on the Nigeria Tribune. Nigeria may not witness another democracy day if it does not... Restructure. There's according to the Nobel laureate Professor Olesho Inka is there on the Tribune. Jamp gives June 15 uh, for affected candidates with incomplete registration to complete process. Uh, that's on the Tribune as well. Senate summons NSIT FMD over a late diversion of 61.1 billion naira. Uh, you'll find all of those uh, on the Nigeria Tribune. Uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the latest COVID um, uh, reports uh, given by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control is on the Nigeria News Direct. 
uh, this uh, morning. Uh, 12 new cases confirmed uh, is there. Uh, total confirmed uh, 167,078, uh, 163,469. That's the number of people discharged. Uh, that's uh, still at 2,117. Judiciary, legislative autonomy, governors to old virtual meeting. is there on the Nigerian News Direct. Federal government unveils technology to tackle fuel tanker explosions. Uh, there is also rampant borrowing may force Nigeria into avoidable bankruptcy. PDP governors. COVID-19 cases drop for seventh week as Africa records high mortality. As according to the WHO, um, Nigeria may not see another democracy. They show is uh, a feature on many of the dailies this morning. So um, Niger Delta leaders commend silver for 2021 Nigeria International Energy Summit. Uh, there on the Nigerian News Direct as well this morning uh, the pen pushing newspapers uh, says uh, for a five-year-old man arrested for allegedly defiling 14 year old biological daughter is there on the pen pushing newspapers uh, this uh, morning apc loses treasurer in a state also there there is pdp says it is ready to rescue nigerians in 2023 <laughs> is there on the publishing newspapers as well uh, this morning? Sounds familiar. Uh, the uh, Premium Times, uh, two years after, Bajabia Amila led House of Representatives yet to live up to promises. Is on the Premium Times. Authorities exonerate ex-lawmaker Ned Nwoko of land-grabbing allegation. Uh, is also there. Uh, Blood Donor Day serve consequence, severe consequences as Nigeria gets 27% of annual blood need. Uh, is there. Uh, to look out for on the Premium Times as well this morning. Uh, there are quite a number of these headlines uh, to look out for uh, this Tuesday morning. Uh, we'll we'll kickstart the conversation this morning uh, with uh, the words of the uh, Nobel Laureate. Right? So I'll show you guys on virtually all the dailies this uh, morning. And, you know, uh, you could argue is a worrying warning uh, from uh, the uh, literature icon. Nigeria on suicide slide. May not see another June 12. Showing how once is on The Guardian. is on virtually all the dailies. It comes with a number of writers on The Guardian, by the way. Urges president to stop exuding false confidence. Listen to citizens. Restructure the country. PDP governors decry federal government excessive borrowing. NNPC's opaque operations. Want Twitter to ban uh, reviewed in... Oh, I'm sure they meant one Twitter ban revealed the nation's interest. I'm sure that's what they meant. Nobel laureate Professor Olishenka has said that Nigeria may not celebrate another democracy day as one nation if President Muhammad Bari fails to listen to the people and decentralize the system of government. Shoinka said this yesterday during an interview with Arise News, which focused on June 12th Democracy Day commemoration in Nigeria, where he described the country as a plane that is on a suicide slide and that the citizens have the right to exit the plane before it nosedives. He urged President Buhari to stop exuding false confidence and speak like a leader who is ready to take action concerning the country's challenges. Uh, his words, and that is what's happening to people in the streets. That's why they are moving. That's why they are demonstrating. That's why they are defying even threats from the police and the government. If you demonstrate, we will do this. If you do this, we'll deal with you. We will talk to you in the language which you understand. It does not wash any. It does not wash with anybody any longer, because if a nation is on a suicide slide, the people will feel that they do not deserve that kind of societal plunge. I've right to say they are getting off this plane before it nosedives. 
The Nobel laureate noted that the upsurge in secessionist agitation in the country in recent times stemmed from Buhari's refusal to listen to Nigerians. When asked the question, do you think Nigeria can continue as one, Trinka responded, not if it continues this way, not if it fails to decentralize. If Nigeria fails to decentralize, and I mean to decentralize as fast as possible, manifestly and not as rhetoric, then Nigeria cannot stay together. Again, it is not Alicia Inka saying this. Everybody has said it. Ex-heads of state have said it. Politicians have said it. Analysts have said it. Economists have said it. And sometimes we get tired. I'm saying this whole nation is about this, is about to self-destruct. And I'm not the only one saying it. Except Buari and his government listen and take action. We will not celebrate another democracy day come next year. Think, for instance, the position of the southern governors in open grazing. At least 50% of the nation are saying that within this democratic dispensation we are operating we are saying on behalf of our people, we do not want open grazing anymore. And then somebody sits in Asarok and says to them, I'm instructing my attorney general to dig up some kind of colonial law, which arbitrated between farmers and elders. This means that he's not listening to what the people are saying. He's not listening to what the government representing them is saying. What I listen When I listen to things like that, I really despair. His last interview was instructive. Not that there was anything new in it. One was just hoping that his government has transcended that kind of partisan thinking. He goes on, is there on the Guardian this uh, morning? Uh, there are, because the number of writers are come with it. We, we mentioned that at some point, the People's Democratic Party's uh, statement yesterday. But uh, let's um, talk about what the Nobel had to say. He had a lot to say uh, during the interview with the Rice TVs on a lot of the dailies this morning. The headline Nigeria on Twitter slide may not see another June 12. Shrink how once uh, is on the Guardian. Is on virtually all today's you pick up uh, today, and just like he said, yes, those words were ease yesterday, but those are, they're not they're not new. Uh, in fact, there had been people that I'm sure there are some people who had even su- uh, suggested that this last June 12 uh, wasn't going to be a very uh, you know easy one. Uh, it turned out not to be because there were protests across some places. But uh, there's so many people that have spoken about how if we continue on this path, if we do not change something drastically, something very quickly, uh, that another democracy day as one country uh, might not be possible next year. And that's what the Nobel laureate is saying as well. Well, um, Professor Alisha Inka has not said anything new. But, um, you know, when, when certain people talk, um, you know, he doesn't talk often. You don't see him come out when issues like this are happening, and uh, you see him on on TV all the time, or speaking on radio, or at, a, or at an event for two, three months. Sometimes you might not hear from the prof, mm. but when he speaks, he, he speaks with a lot of um, moral authority. He's not because he's not a politician, so. If PDP is saying something and you accuse them of uh, playing politics, you can't accuse Professor Walesha Shoinka of, of same. And in in all his interventions so far in this country, nobody can still fought him because uh, he's one of the elders we should listen to. Um, he is one of uh, the, the the brightest minds around, even around the world. That when he speaks, it's not just speaking. He will have ruminated on a lot of things with deep thinking, um, rationalization and all that before he speaks. So um, whoever is not going to listen, you know, to this kind of um, advice, well, maybe maybe that person is the enemy. I hope the presidential media team will not be on an attack mission mm. on, on him for saying this because um, he has said the truth. And what is the truth? Just one thing I picked from that interview decentralization 
and he's saying that except we do that then you, you can imagine the 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 analogy of a plane flying and some people say look i can no longer fly with this plane i i, I need to disembark it is also alluding to the agitation about secession that look if you say you must pull the country together the way it is presently constituted then you will give people no choice than to say look we've had enough of staying together i've always said it nobody really want to want want to leave this country if you if you just begin to address the, all these you know demands through the agitation that look we want we want decentralization it's not too much to ask for look at the grazing root thing for instance you know something one archaic thing one gazetted roots you know and in at this time in our history in the world history you still want that kind of life to continue then you know that we have leaders who are really not listening but they only listen to themselves now when when he says the president is up exuding false confidence uh, that, that, that's something that catches my attention because mm. when you uh, look at some of the if you, if you check out the interviews the president had for example and you uh, take a critical look at his responses to some of the issues uh, there were a lot of responses where uh, the president somewhat said well we're doing what we should uh, for example look at the southeast situation uh, some well the opinion that the president could have taken the blame could have could have uh, pacifist could have been a pacifist uh, in his words could have said well this is as a result of some of the things we've uh, failed to do because apparently that those are some of the claims but all he said was well repeating the old we'll deal with them the language they understand they're in a circle they can't go anywhere you know, somewhat saying that uh, somewhat saying they're on top of the matter <laughs> so, so to speak see um whether the confidence was false you know or real um the president really surprised a lot of people uh you know before now we have been saying that oh his handlers his handlers but you we saw a president that spoke from his mind now whether you agree with what he say what he said or not is another matter and um that confidence was really something positive you know to the personality of the president a lot of people are taught in fact some people have been saying oh you know be a parlor talk everywhere that mm. oh he's not he's not the buari that voted for oh he's long gone somebody else was there now people know that look he's still the same person and that he still understood the issues but the, the, we, 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 we might not agree with the way he's handling the issues. So, so maybe, maybe now someone might want to pardon, you know, all the spokesmen, including the minister, you know, of information, all of them, you know, because we can now see that this is the president, you know, acting the way he, he, he really wants to act. And you, you really cannot begrudge these other people. So I, I think... The, the, the confidence he exuded, he exuded is good for a leader to do that. But once a leader, once a leader fails to acknowledge his errors, once a leader fails, you know, to also say that, look, we are not doing well in this part, then arrogance comes in. That, you know, I think that's the level he took it to. And Professor Wallace Wingard had to use the word false confidence. He, you know, he, he was short of saying arrogance. 
<laughs> there. You know, so that's that's what came out of it. That look, this man does not even, you know, perhaps maybe we realize that look, maybe people are dying and they need to check tactics and all that. So that is it. Well, uh, the a lot of the dailies have reports of uh, so these uh, very unsavory things that have happened in some parts of the country. Seventeen people killed in fresh uh, plateau attack. I know fewer than seventeen persons were reportedly killed on Sunday night by suspected Fulani headsmen in Kushe community in Kuru district of just south local government area, and uh, Zogo village in Basa local government area of Plateau State. It was gathered that the killing, which took place simultaneously, saw twelve persons murdered in Kushe village and five in. Zogo village at about 9.30 p.m. when suspected Fulani headsmen stormed the communities and shot at people sporadically. The Guardian learned that five persons who sustained gunshot injuries are receiving treatment at various hospitals uh, in the states. District Ed and uh, Guam Rekuru, the Patrick Mandong who confirmed this incident said his people were attacked without any provocation. Uh, is there on the Guardian? Uh, there's also others kill one in a bomb community as about residents panic over threat. Is there as well on the Guardian? Uh, the punch uh, says uh, we'll respond appropriately to Fulani attack on Delta, uh, Pandef, and uh, Mend. Uh, is there on the punch this morning? Uh, the Pan Niger Delta Forum on Monday warned that there would be grave consequences should the threat to attack of attack by faceless Fulani jihadist group be carried out in Delta. The spokesman for Pandef, Ken Robinson, in an interview. Caution that the Niger Delta region would respond appropriately if the threat by the unknown uh, judges was carried out. He was reacting to a letter said to have been pasted at strategic points in Asaba by anonymous judges group threatening to attack some areas in Delta, including Agbo and the state capital. Well, it's there. We'll respond appropriately to full any attack on Delta. Uh, Pandef Mend is on the punch this morning. Now, I miss all of these issues, all of these uh, talks of attacks by you know, suspected uh, its men, suspected Fulani its men, uh, that we have the talk of, um, you know, the grazing roots, which you brought up earlier. And it's it's interesting because for, for all these talks, uh, for all these uh, things that have been said, uh, the position of the president uh, was to suggest that maybe some people, it's not entirely the fault of uh, the rarers. It's the fault of some people who have stopped obeying laws, who have encroached into the grazing routes, because at least that was what he said, saying, <laughs> I asked the Attorney General to, uh, you know, dig the gazette when people used to obey laws. So, uh, and for some people, they, they see that as a problem. Some people have, have seen it as the President's usual defense of, you know, uh, the cattle rarers or the elders, but it's, it's just worrying, really, uh, the position from up there. You know, this the, the position is provocative. And um, the presidency, I don't want to say the president now, should be, you know, they really, really need to be careful. Because by the time you had... See, the Niger Delta has been peaceful. By the time they join whatever that is going on in the southeast, in the southwest in the entire north by the time the Niger Delta joins then we are going to have a much more bigger problem on our hands and the federal government might not be able to curtail it whoever can listen to Nigerians they need to make sure that nothing happens in the Niger Delta whether anybody has threatened anything or not they should not take it lightly because if it happens now 
all the I, I cannot remember the last time the the the, the group meant even spoke mm. i can't remember the last time maybe it's it's about two or three years now that we've not heard about them now you are you are beginning to where these people are maybe they are sleeping you want to wake them up or maybe they are already awake and they are watching so nobody should even sleep over this i mean the security forces because um what happened maybe because delta was used to hold that meeting where they said no to open grazing and now they want to make delta a scapegoat nobody should even try that the federal government must make sure that it does not happen the the the, the grazing route that the president talked about it will interest you to know that out of the 140 gazetted you know uh, grazing routes in nigeria out of the 140 only two are in the entire south and that's in oil state the rest 138 are in the north i i, I have the list of the state here you know from adamawa to bauchi bonu gombe all of them nasarawa niger you know you, you so I, I don't know maybe they have some unofficial ones that we don't know you know lawyers have come out to talk about the constitutionality I, I, i'm not even going there that the gazettes you know that you know that had been done in the past is only two so i i i don't know why why the south should should just be the focus now and not even at a time of crisis like this perhaps the president does not even believe that nigeria is in crisis mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't because when we use the word crisis i even think well, which crisis who are the people fighting so he he he, he has the 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 authority whether legal or moral authority to protect everybody in the country that's why he's the commander in chief of the armed forces of the federal republic of nigeria not of a section of the country so if it means well for this country let's let niger delta remain peaceful because if you if anybody eats delta at this time with with that kind of provocative letter that has been written and the statement coming from the president then we will now know that nowhere is, is peaceful or nowhere will be peaceful in Nigeria. We will still want this peace the way it is, no matter how fragile. Yeah. Because that is why Nigeria is still breathing. If they want Nigeria to stop, build, uh, uh, stop breathing, then maybe they need to go to sleep and allow uh, any form of attack, you know, in, in, in Agbo, Asaba, and all those places. It, it's not going to work for the good of this nation. Well... For all the talks about being tired of how things are, being tired of how the current administration is and how some have said they can't wait for the next election, well, the publishing newspaper says PDP says it's ready to rescue Nigerians in 2023. <laughs> it's there on the publishing newspapers this morning. But more importantly, uh, PDP governors lampoon Buhari over a huge debt profile. Uh, CBN's operations is there on the punch. We'll take a peep into it right after this break. Please don't go anywhere. O de run fun mi lati ma sun fun yin sugbon se mo ko to sun run fun mi ju lati se asopo nin mi ati eka ipe glow mi mo le mu ero ipe mi kin si test star 109 star nin hash tabi kin pe 109 lori eka ipe glow mi kin si tele awon ifilole re ti ko ba mu mi lati pe mo le te ateranse nin mi c109 mo le konsuri glowworld.com/nin pelu internet ya yara bi asami ti ko ba sun mi ti o re mi mo le ya ni eka glow world to sun mo mi ju 
Number de tic bag BNIN Red Test 346 hash. Lati rig bag pada. Elo mile bere wipe tin ba ni NIN ko. Ko buru. Klo je gile yon gba e. Nisori o le yon fanda wo e yike yi glow world. To sumo e ju. Ko si sheforu ko si le. Iron lo ba de. Ma je kon jay ka ikpe glow re o. Nisori a wan fani to po. Si ikpe ati data la to wo glow. Ati so NIN repo. Belo e ka glow re o ron bidi. Ko lewu ofeni. Ko si niwa la rara. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Tuesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Just before we end on that break, I did mention the headline. Uh, PDP Governor's Lampoon Buhari over each dead profile. CBN's operations is there. Uh, the People's Democratic Party Governor's Firm on Monday rose from a meeting in Uyo, Akwaibom State, condemning the rising debt profile of the country. The firm said over 80% of the budget was being spent on seven debts. The body also accused the CBN uh, of operating as an independent government within a government. The firm in a communique, which was read by its chairman and governor of Sokoto State, Aminu Tambua, lamented that all the gains of the PDP-led government when the country exited its debt obligations had been destroyed by the APC-led administration. Uh, the communique reads in part, the PDP frowns at the rising and seemingly uncontrollable debt profile of Nigeria with over 80% of normal appropriations spent on debt servicing. All the gains of the PDP government under Chief Olusegun when Nigeria exited uh, its foreign debt obligations have been destroyed. Uh, borrowing for the Nigeria Television Authority is scandalous. Money should only be borrowed for productive purposes as Nigeria's current debt of over 36 trillion naira is becoming clearly unsustainable. Uh, relative to our earnings and GDP. We should not saddle the incoming generation with undue debt burden. The borrowing spree of the APC administration, if unchecked, will certainly lead Nigeria to avoidable uh, bankruptcy. Well, it's there on the punch. The rest of it to look out for. PDP Governor's Lampoon Buhari over each debt profile, CBN's operations. Uh, before now, whenever there are talks about you know, the borrowing of this administration, uh, the... Uh, a lot of analysts are quick to say, uh, I might have heard you say once or twice, that uh, it's about what we're borrowing for sometimes. Right. Yeah. Uh, but are we getting to that point where we're actually supposed to begin to get worried at, at the amount itself? Because, uh, well, there's questions, there are questions over what we are borrowing for and how effective the borrowings have been. But sometimes when you look at the figures, it's beginning to get scary. Even the um, the Senate president was last week saying, well... To be honest, there's a lot we're borrowing, but, you know, expectedly went on to say, but we have to do this for infrastructural development. Are we not getting to that point where we really should look at the figure and be worried? I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll remain where I've always been when it comes to borrowing because um, it's, it's, it's a universal phenomenon and um, Nigeria will not be the only one. Uh, but like, like I've always maintained... Um, when you when you don't have enough or you think you don't have enough, what do you do? You outsource for funds. But when you outsource for funds, for what? Is it just to eat your breakfast and you wait 
till when hunger comes again then you go out you borrow again or you 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 borrow you set off if you set up a farm that before lunch comes you you already have something to 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 eat then you take another thing for dinner then you can continue to now feed yourself but would you say we've been doing that i'm coming so when when you when you do that and you are able to now make money from that farming over many years then you are beginning to pay your debt very soon sooner or later you you'll be able to pay up now you cannot be on your own when you you borrow less i don't want to say you won't borrow again you know because even a country like us is still indebted to imf and some other you know institutions mm-hmm. so but in our case why people are afraid legitimately afraid is because they see government spending sometimes and they believe that even if you are going to borrow the borrowing shouldn't be at the threshold where it is now because if you can cut down the cost of governance all the frivolities that go on in government houses you can and the mind you it's not people are always quick to say federal government when we are talking about all the borrowings the state a lot of states also you you know they, they added to you know to that basket you know all of them have borrowed money you know from wherever internally or externally and they have that load on the republic of nigeria you know so i think if you are borrowing look at look at railway for instance mm. the, the the railway can make money for itself it's not free people will pay if the funds are well managed you will be paid like the minister you know said in charge of that uh, amechi said that nigeria is already paying you know what they got from china and all that i hope that's true but the people are not just afraid they see what you know government officials they they, they see what they do and they, they ask themselves you know are, are we sure we are going to we are not going to tie you know about three four generations from now you know to this dead body are they going to meet anything when they come around you know into the country I, I, imagine a, a, a country like ours money was set aside you remember the infamous 2.1 billion dollars for mm. arms and ammunition mm, mm. and some people shared the money Th- these are the things members of the public are saying so this apc government what are they also doing with all the money is it just all about road construction the bridges uh, uh the railway and all that would they be able to account for this thing even if they say it's for infrastructure and for the pdp um you know sometimes when pdp talk about um the good thing president olusha gombaso just did in making sure that uh, our debts were were were, were written off and at that time and they say it the same pdp went back to borrowing after that so it won't start with the apc but you know because they are in opposition their words will still carry the weight you know at least speaking the minds of nigeria maybe that's why they also call themselves the rescuer you know but if if that party had done well in the 16 years they were there if they are done well generally perhaps we won't have you know to be complaining about a, a, a Muhammad Buhari's administration now perhaps we won't even have a formation of APC because some guys also left called new PDP mm. you know to form this party you know so it, 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 it is what it is politicians 
you know, they can throw words at them. For, for those who are apolitical, we need to look at this issue of debt. You know, debt burden, accumulation of debt objectively. And that is where I stand. It is not bad when you need to borrow money. But it will be bad when you borrow money and you, 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 you are leaving the burden for the generations that are not even here because mm. you have wasted the money. Then that will be a huge official sin of any administration. So, right words, they need to check how they accumulate all, you know, all, these, all these loans. And if you must take any loan, <laughs> be transparent. Let Nigerians see. But when you see a lot of um, um, non-transparency and all those things around, this is why people will complain. And they see your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is not telling us that we really don't have much. You live well, a life of, you know, oh, we are in opulence, we, we, there, there is prosperity, mm. and they see the cars you ride, the National Assembly members, the ministers, all of them, living as if it's not in this same country that we have poverty. Mm. The, according to the debt management office, I remember uh, that they had said sometime, was in March, that the um, borrowings as of December 31, 2020 was uh, 32.915 trillion naira. Uh, that was a figure, uh, including, of course, uh, for federal state, uh, although the bulk of it uh, for the federal government. But uh, is there on the punch this uh, morning, uh, PDP, uh, well, okay, uh, PDP lampoons, uh, Buhari over huge debt profile, CBN's operations. There's also Buhari regime borrows 2.02 billion uh, from China in six years. That's a report uh, by the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, talking about the governors, but uh, this time not the PDP governors, but uh, the entirety of them. Governors reconvened to deliberate on parliamentary judicial autonomy Wednesday as Justin Parson said to resume work. Now, the 36 governors under the aegis of the Nigeria Governors Forum will on Wednesday reconvene to deliberate on the decision of the Judicial Staff Union of Nigeria and the Parliamentary Staff Association of Nigeria uh, expected to resume work today. Uh, the 31st NGF virtual meeting will be chaired by the chairman, Governor Kadifai Miovikiti, uh, and they will also deliberate an update on the activities of the PTF or the Presidential Steering Committee on COVID-19, among others. Uh, he said the return to work by Judicial Staff Union of Nigeria and the Parliamentary Staff Association, which begins tomorrow, Tuesday, after Democracy Day, they will top the agenda of the 31st NGF meeting, which takes place virtually on Wednesday, June 16, uh, 2021. Uh, efforts are already underway in all states of the federation to either constitute the state accounts allocation committees or to inaugurate them. Preparatory to the granting of full autonomy to the two arms of government, namely the legislature and judiciary at the subnational level. Uh, well, is there to look out for on the Nigeria Tribune? Uh, that meeting will hold tomorrow. A lot will have to wait and see how things pan out. Uh, the, I remember at the time when Jason announced that they were returning to work from this week, uh, a lot of us said it was uncertain what agreements were reached. Maybe from tomorrow we'll begin to get an, uh, a full idea of what agreements were reached <laughs> but before they decided to call off the strike. I don't think they, they reached any agreements. I, I think uh, some people were just getting weary. Well, you, you know, the NGF had said earlier that uh, the uh, NJC was paired in talks with them. In fact, the NJC, remember that the statement by the NJC said 
that they were setting up a committee to monitor the implementation of the agreement re- reached with the governor. So, what, 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 are, what, what, what is, what is in the agreement? Well, that, that's why I said maybe we we'll begin y- to know. You know, time. Y- see, um, I, I think it came from River State when Governor Wiki threatened, you know, Jusun members that you cannot stay at home for two months and you say we should pay you. Perhaps that also sent jitters down the spines of uh, some people uh, at that point. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking. Maybe that's also part of it. Or some people just got tired, you know, of the whole thing and they said, look, maybe we need to track by a little since the governors have already talking. But what are, we, what are they agreeing on? It, it, it didn't take, you know, President Mahmoud led administration to, to say that, look, they are giving autonomy, you know, to the judiciary. Why is it that it's the states that are now holding meetings, setting up committees and doing all these things? Is it difficult for them to do? What would they lose if they give autonomy to the judiciary? But money that you've been enjoying for years. It's, 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 it's no, see, <laughs> they, they will have more peace administratively. The, 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 the federal government now, I mean, the executive arm of government at the federal level they don't have to worry about you know what cars they, they these people buy the judges and all of but them they want you to know, worry no they, they don't have to worry it's a separate arm of government you you the, the executive will not try that with the national assembly you know, you know how it goes. But but we also know how you it know, goes in the states. I, I'm just saying the governors nothing, would rather worry about this. No, thing. nothing is happening in the states because we have emperors as governors who want to control everything. Look at what they've done to local government. Look at what they are doing to the local government. Mm. You know, so it, it it is the same. They they want all the powers to themselves. You know, the executive powers that they have, and in in, in doing that, you are also. You know, crisscrossing to other people's territory to dictate to them, to to give them money as if you are helping them. There, there's a way money is shared. As money as money is coming, they have their own budget and all that. The money flows into ad, into their account without not having to come and beg you as the governor that oh the the courts are are in bad shape. Oh this and that. In Lagos, they already have the autonomy for the judiciary. Mm. The Jusun members in Lagos, they are just doing whatever they are doing you in know to sub- in solidarity with Joseph. so other states should do that but you know like i asked the question what would they lose lose if if they give the autonomy perhaps they should tell us what they will lose but they can't come out to tell us they are going to lose anything it's just that when something is not in their you know, uh, 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 well, I've, I've heard some people say they'll lose the power to uh, threaten judges. I've heard some people say they'll lose the power to decide uh, what goes to which judge and what goes to then what that's judge. Evil. I've heard some people say they'll lose so many powers that, that they've that, had over that's, time. That's, that's evil. That's, that's not right. If that's all they want to hold on to, it is not right. So that when there's a case between maybe... The, the government and some people then they can they can call the judge and say this is how the judgment should go that's not that's not democratic mm. if you are practicing democracy don't let us have it um, in a piecemeal let us have it it, it you, we have three arms of government you have separation of powers where they should fuse they would but in this case there, there shouldn't be there shouldn't be any fusion among them, let them. Be, when we are talking about autonomy, it's financial autonomy we are talking about. Because once you 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 tie me to your apron strings, 
then you 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 will be pulling that string. Sometimes you could make me hungry to break mm. me. Mm. You know, because you want me to do something and I'm proving stubborn, you withhold certain things. And when I'm broken, I will come back to you and beg. Your Excellency, please, why? You are you are you are separate arms of government. You are supposed to in fact judiciary will even help them more. Even than the legislature, because even when you have crisis between the two arms, executive and, and uh, uh, legislature, it's the judiciary that usually comes into to give interpretation to the laws. So if they are not allowing this to happen based on those things you said, I think you are maybe you are playing devil's advocate here. There are things I heard. So because in fact, um, I remember reading this. Um, I can't remember. It was this piece. Uh, it was titled "Why Are Governors Afraid of." Uh, judicial autonomy and you know, <laughs> listed you know, some of no, so maybe somebody somebody is just trying to look into their minds mm, mm. you know to say perhaps this is but the, no governor will come out to admit that but we know what it is let us put it in a very well at that time they said way. at that time they said it's not like we have issues with judicial autonomy but you can't you can't force us you can't come here and say you're giving us an order an executive order who do you executive well. arrogance <laughs> well that that, that that was interpretation that was given to what was said at that time oh my god it's there um, on a lot of the dailies uh to look out for this morning um there, there was some i should have mentioned this earlier put aside your ego reverse twitter ban pdp governor stel Bari, uh is on the the premium times although they say there are talks going on as far as that is concerned we'd have to wait jack is see. talking yes how that he, goes he puts he, he, we, we've seen a flag i think we saw that last week a flag of nigeria just one yeah. is now three one of the one of the <laughs> w- one of the interns in my in, in the newsroom said to me yesterday ah, mr ali you've not been tweeting since they banned are you that patriotic i said well hey, i'm that patriotic it's not patriotism <laughs> it's like what professor Leonka said that look hmm. uh, you know pe- some people are just uh respecting the rules and regulation in the country just to keep their sanity exactly. you know but a majority of people are now moving toward defense. Mm. And if that continues, the mm. government will lose control. Mm. Let's get to hear from you this morning. We're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions. The numbers 0815 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. 0818111-1079. 0818111-1079. Those are the numbers for you to call, uh, to talk to us via uh, this morning. Tell us your name where you're calling from. Turn down the volume on your radio. Get straight to it, please. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Where with you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Folai Bolaon from Shagawili. Good morning, Mr. Wale and uh, Mr. Samson. Good morning. Yeah, I just want to have a brief take this morning. I want us to know that uh, there is one addict in your by the way, you understand? That is the federal government and the I mean the state government. Look at what is happening. You understand? Like I will follow the speech of VP, you understand, that is the vice president, that we need a good leader. In this country that can unite us. You know, if you could remember, this might be hilarious. You know, if you could remember 1994 or 1996, when we took Nations Cup, the all the teams, the, we have Nigeria in different kind of, uh, what's it called? And 1996 too, when we have our gold medal, the, uh, the team paraded with Nigerians all in uh, uh, the part of the country. Yes. You know, so we can do it all together. If you could see a good leader that can be able to direct us can to have a West right off. You understand? <laughs> so, I know, and I know at this point that we, we need impeachment. That's it. Go on. Thank you. 
was the coach at Atlanta? Was he born free? Atlanta Joe? was born free Joe. Yeah. 94 was West Ham. Maybe we need uh, one of them to be president. Yeah, I'm getting out And the other. Hello, good morning. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Samson. My name is Abdullah Richard. I'm calling from the People's Parliament in Lebanon, Abdullah. When I'm asking what the plastic has just said, think that makes you know, sure that this country is united. And that's exactly what I told you, Wale, the other time, last time I spoke on this radio station, that the president needs to look for a way of uniting us, you know, forgetting about contract to be, you know, sided or whatever. And then he does that. This should not forgive if he does anything lesser than that. The best thing is to get us ourselves united. We are not doing that in that, you know, the case of food gunpowder. We need to pray that we should be engaged as close. And allow them to call this All right. Thank you very much. Th- thank you very much. Um, I- I'm trying to get it hold of. Okay. I remember seeing this headline of where the uh, vice president. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Valentine. Yes. Good morning to us all. Good morning to Nigerians. Uh, my take we go straight to the statement credited to Professor Schwinger. You see, it's obvious that our nation is painfully now in need of a quality, qualified leader. There is no doubt about that. We have been saying, I'm not a prof. Many of us have seen what is going on now. The terrorism has started occurring, I am telling you. I've said it so many, many occasions. Several uh, programs like this have stated it. We have been under siege. But when we have been asking Buhari to talk, he never wanted to talk. Even the premeditated interview. You can see that it grooved. I am telling you, false confession. I mean, you can be confident that it was taken by uh, Professor Shoinka. It was so outstanding. You can imagine somebody going back to a cake barbaric time that you should go and look for the set for open grazing, open roots, whatever, cattle roots. You can imagine. Mm. Um, your man there has mentioned so many that it probably were given to those people in the north before now. I don't want to... In fact, the rampant, corrupt nature or corrupt uh, attitude we have ever had. Hello? Okay. Okay, I think it's still there. Hello? Oh, no, it's not. Hello? Is that... Hello, good morning. Oh, this is a new person. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm Kofi Kalagide. I look for my figure this morning. Go ahead, sir. Yes, I, I also want to take my points from the submission of uh, Professor Wally Shoenka. Wally Shoenka is a great man. I'm, I'm always proud each time this man talks that I'm a yoga man. You see, it is now obvious that is taking us to be out. I don't know. We're, we're just really struggling here. You could you could try again anyway. Uh, tra- uh, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions, all right? And uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Let's see if this is clear. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, uh, Mr. Samson and Mr. Wally. Long time. Good morning. You have Solomon on the line. <laughs> uh, I could remember when I was still young, when something happened in our combat, uh, our compound, my father would say, we are not here, we are not here, we are not here, we are not here, 
Look, some of these governors, sometimes if they talk, I laugh. So, PDP governors are complaining about the debt, about the borrowing. Just last week, Mr. Thompson, I don't know whether you saw that newspaper. Labor State was on top in terms of borrowing. State. Yeah. Yeah. Following by <laughs> River State. <laughs> Acquired on third. Data fought. <laughs> out of these four Our states. producing states. Out of these four states, three are PDP. Do you know what I, one thing I noticed about this country? When their own governor were borrowing, it is good. But when other governor take over and borrowing, it is bad. The question I want to ask, Mr. Samson, you remember between 2016 to 2018, no matter how you, what you want to say about Wari, and we don't have a leader, three different bailouts from CDN. Mm. Today, the majority of this government have not reformed that bailout. Today, even to pay 30,000 naira minimum wage, it's very difficult for them. All right. Look. <laughs> Until we started looking on this governor, they are part of our problem. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Brawale. Yes, good morning. <laughs> Who do we have here? Good morning, guys. Good morning, sir. Go ahead. Apologies, uh, but but I, th I think the point he was making was that uh, a lot of the folks uh, in the APC now used to be in the PDP. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we can't see the line of demarcation, mm -hmm. really. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes. I greet you, Mr. Wally and uh, Samson. Morning, sir. Thank you for being on the line. You, you see, on judiciary, I perceive that they do not know the kind of power they possess. You, you, you are, you, as a law person, you can sue any governor, any emperor that is leading the government in a state that the, the, that decide not to go with the uh, autonomy, as we have been saying. Sue them to the national court. The court can hear the the case, but you see them, they are behaving as ordinary citizens. They don't even know that they are in the arms of government. It is an insult on them, for them to continue to parading themselves as being under the executive. Any emperor that is leading the government in the that one don't want that to, that don't want to you no know, go with autonomy. Shoot them from the law right. Good morning. Right. I'm, I'm not sure it's that simple anyway, but I thank you for your contribution. The um, Facebook this morning. Uh, just before we see whether I can squeeze in one more call. 
I've just said Friday. Says, uh, good morning, uh, noble men in the house. Okay, so let's keep on the good work. Thank you very much. Um, Toiba is also saying good morning. Thank you. Larry Lacombe says, did the PDP governors have moral right to lampoon federal government for the borrowing? Would they also... Uh, I don't know what he means with that, but... Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Good uh, morning. My name is Rami. Okay. Hello, go ahead. I think that's the man from Tottenham. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, we just cannot hear you. All right. Hello. Okay. We'd have to do another one. We have just about two minutes before we leave. So, hello, good morning. Quickly. Hello. hello good morning. Yes, good morning. Yeah, nothing. They can't be calling Thomas. All right, talk to us. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Something. You say you don't know what the emperor will lose. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't want to believe that. Uh. They will lose their illegality now. Oh. They will lose. They will lose all the illegality they be sitting on. That's <laughs> what they will want to lose. And if there is any problem they are having in this country, is the politician. Hmm. I equally believe that the followers will have their own side of the coin. Hmm. Who is to set things right? If not the leader, the leaders, yeah. who is to put the home in order? If not the father and the parents generally, so, uh, it's not a bit. If we are shouting on the federal government, which I've, I've been always, I've always been doing, mm. but the same governors too. The house of the all of these politicians, there are problems in this country. God, please just help us and save them. Thank you. Thank you. Is that send them away? We still have politicians to lead at, at the end of the day. Maybe not this current crop, but there's still have politicians. But when you say, God, you send them away. Yeah. All right. I thank you very much. Um, you know, he made a very interesting point about the followers also having, you know, uh, part of the blame. Uh, that, that, was some, that, that was something that came up, uh, I think, was on platform yesterday. And Solomon and Lolobo was of the opinion that, well, the only blame we would give the followers is the fact that, okay, election comes. Some take money mm. and vote away their conscience, and they suffer for the remaining years. But he says, but these individuals are poor, and after after that, <laughs> there's really nothing you can blame the followers no, for. No, again. no, 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 no. I di- I disagree. I disagree because um, you when you begin to blame poverty for everything, mm. then maybe we should all just die and go. I, you know, the people that are really the problem is those people that don't vote. Mm. If you have more people participating through voting, you don't have to be a politician. You know, if more people vote, it, it, it will interest you to know that a lot of Nigerians have voters card, but they got the voters card for something else. And they will sit at home and be watching cable TV or playing football on the street, thinking, oh, they already know we will win. Oh. They will write the figures. But we've right. seen situations whereby people stood by their votes and their votes counted. That's the program this morning. Thank you for your thoughts, Mr. Akindele. Thank you for, for having me this morning. If anybody is still thinking, you know, about uh, the good old days that we have good in quotes or toxically then it means that person is unconscious enjoy the rest Nigeria God bless you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday keep locked on Fresh 107.9 FM good morning broadcasting around the world this is Fresh 107.9